Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is anti-auto What's going Death on, the DMV? You know who it is. Youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Here with you on the fan for the next three and a half hours. Ride with me. As we take a spin around the sports world, the Washington Commanders played preseason game number two over the weekend. We'll discuss that in depth. They also had a key member of the offense return today. Logan Thomas activated off the pup list. We'll get into that and what that means for the commander's offense as well as we get later in the show. You know how we get down. It's the people's show. You can tap in with me all show long. One of two ways. MGM National Harbor listener lines wide open. 1-800-636-1067. Twitter and Instagram. I'm there for you as well. N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Like I mentioned, the Washington Commanders played preseason game number two over the weekend. We'll take a deep, in-depth dive to that all show long. And we'll have some guests join us to talk about it as well. Starting at 8 o'clock, Pete Haley, Commanders Insider for NBC Sports Washington, will hop on the program. He'll give his perspective. He was in Arrowhead for the Commanders' 24-14 loss at the hands of the Kansas City Chiefs. He was also out at practice today and got to see Logan Thomas the commander's tight end back on the practice field. He was activated off of Pup. We'll ask Pete how Logan Thomas looked today. Hopefully we got some good news for that. We'll also get to talk to former NFL general manager. We get to talk to former NFL general manager Randy Mueller. That's at the top of the 9 o'clock hour. He'll uh, help us take a spin around the National Football League and talk about all the top storylines as we get ready to exit preseason week number two. The final game of preseason week number two kicks off tonight. Jets and Falcons set to tee things up. That's at 8 o'clock on ESPN. Right now, though, I mentioned we were talking Washington Commanders here to start. Logan Thomas activated off the physically unable to perform list. He had been a no-show and a non-participant all of training camp. He's coming off his ACL surgery uh, that he had late last year. And for those who were skeptical about the health of the tight end room, Logan Thomas being activated off the pup. No better news for the Washington Commanders. And I think 
if the commanders are smart, they'll play it safe for Logan Thomas. I expect him to continue to get ramped up here uh, as we finish up training camp. Commanders play preseason game number three this Saturday in Baltimore against the Ravens. I do not expect Logan Thomas to play in that one, but I think maybe the starters will play in that one. I'll tell you what I really think later on in the show. Uh, but to stick on Logan Thomas here, I think it's huge uh, for this commander's offense. Not only is it is it huge for the offense, but it's huge for Logan Thomas himself. I know uh, somebody who has gone through a lot of trials and tribulations throughout his NFL career now is at the point where he has transitioned full-time to the tight end position. Washington giving him his first chance to start at that spot in 2020, and he put up numbers, 70 catches, eight touchdowns in 2020, so a huge addition on its way to this commander's offense. And I think he'll fit right in. And I think it's huge that he got activated this early. Because I'll be honest with you, I was starting to think that his week one status was potentially in doubt. I mean, you're coming off a major reconstructive knee surgery. You haven't practiced all of training camp. You are a non-participant in OTAs. And there's going to be some ramp-up time. So this was the week I felt like if he was going to be ready for week one, this was the week that he had to be activated off the pup list. And voila, perfect timing, as little Baby would say. And Logan Thomas is back. I think it's very, very big that he's back right now because now you got three weeks until the opener against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and him and Carson Wentz get to build that rapport. Him and Carson Wentz get to get on the same page. And reading some of the tweets uh, from those of the beat reporters who were out at practice today, they said during the special teams period, uh, Logan Thomas with the quarterbacks trying to get that extra work in with Carson Wentz, and I love to hear that. I really do. I think Logan Thomas is going to end up being a huge part of this offense, and I think adding him back to this tight end room, I think we now get to you know, maybe look at the room as a whole. Obviously, some guys are banged up. John Bates banged up right now. He's dealing with a calf injury. Cole Turner banged up. He's dealing with a hamstring injury. But you add all those guys together, it's one big melting pot of good tight ends, if you ask me. Logan Thomas, big catch radius, a guy who stands at six foot six and can tower for the football, good blocker, competes, one of the leaders on this football team, love that he's back. You couple that with rookie tight end Cole Turner, who before he nicked his uh, hamstring up in training camp was proving to be Carson Wentz's favorite target uh, on this offense. And the benefit of Logan Thomas being out so long, I think, is Cole Turner got to assume – that tight end number one position. And I think he got valuable experience from that. And now he's still on the shelf, obviously. But as we get closer to week one, we expect these guys to start practicing in a regular capacity. And I think, you know, as we see what they're doing, you'll see how much they're trying to incorporate the tight end into this offense, which is why it was so huge uh, that you got Logan Thomas back. And I'm excited about it because, as I mentioned earlier, while Cole Turner has been the revelation of training camp when he was out there healthy, adding Logan Thomas to this mix, you've got John Bates. You're now able to do so many different things from a personnel standpoint if your offensive coordinator, Scott Turner, who a little nugget, is now on the sidelines calling plays. He was in the press box uh, for his first two seasons here in Washington as the play caller. Now Scott Turner going to be on the sideline. We saw him roaming the sideline uh, this past weekend against Kansas City, and I, and I couldn't help myself but laugh because I'm, I'm trying to pay specific attention to things, and, and I see they cut to Scott Turner, and he's got his eyes all squinted up. Somebody get Scott Turner some glasses. 
because clearly he couldn't see well enough as to what he was looking at on the football field. Every time NBC Sports Washington would cut to the commander's sideline, you see Scott Turner looking like he's trying to order something late at night at McDonald's and he's too far away from the menu. So hopefully we can get uh, Scott Turner some glasses and he'll be he'll be ready to rock. But as I mentioned, plenty to get to here in the show. 8 o'clock, Pete Haley, NBC Sports Washington commander's reporter, will hop on the show. He was uh, out at Arrowhead and was at Ashburn today to talk to Ron Rivera and Logan Thomas uh, once practice ended. We'll get uh, his thoughts on, on Logan Thomas returning to the practice field for Washington. We'll also get his thoughts on what Ron Rivera had to say post-practice. He had some uh, very, very critical comments about this football team post-practice today. We'll play some of those for you as the show rolls on. Like I mentioned, though, it's the People Show. MGM National Harbor Lister Lines wide open. 1-800-636-1067. Twitter and Instagram. I'm there for you as well. N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Plenty to get to when we come back. I'll continue to take a deep dive into preseason game number two for the Washington Commanders. We'll break down the performance of the starting offense. Are they ready for the season opener against the Jacksonville Jaguars? I'll tell you what I think next. Ride with me. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is the fan. That's head coach Ron Rivera talking about the commander's offense out in Ashburn this afternoon. The commander's back on the practice field after preseason game number two this weekend. And shout out my man Denton Day coming back with the Chuck Brown. Today, the 86th birthday of the father of Gogo. We'll be celebrating it all show long here, coming back from break with that good Chucky B. But we're talking about the commander's offense right now. And you heard Ron Rivera just reference it. They feel like they have more more weapons on this offense uh, this time around. And you got to, you know, think, well, damn, Ron, they do. They do. Got guys coming back from injury. Curtis Samuel didn't play a lot last year. He's now back in the fold. Jahan Dotson wasn't a part of this team. You drafted him in the first round. You got guys at the tight end position now with Logan Thomas coming back healthy. So I do agree with that statement from Ron Rivera that they do feel like they have more weapons right now offensively. But right now I want to talk about what we saw from Washington in the preseason, specifically preseason game number two offensively for the Washington Commanders. We'll start with some positives here. And my first positive is is QB1 Carson Wentz. I thought Wentz once again – was solid. Uh, six of nine, 74 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, but for Wentz, like I've always stated here, and I'm going to sound like a broken record when I say this, for Carson Wentz in this commander's offense, for me, it is all about the process than it is the day-to-day results, which is why I'm not getting too caught up in what I saw in each preseason game because we are still three weeks away from the games counting for real. And every time I say this, I say the same thing. Even then. Even then, in week one, Washington will not be what they are going to be offensively later on in the year. I expect this group to get better as each week goes on. And I think right now, based off what we saw this past weekend, there were some bright spots. Uh, You saw Brian Robinson Jr. get the opening handoff. And I wonder what that means. Because all I can think about is, wow, Ron Rivera 
feeding right in to the storyline that we all created here in Washington this week, and that is Brian Robinson Jr. is most likely the new running back one here with the Washington Commanders, and I thought he did a nice job as well uh, this past Saturday. See him running with good pad level, keeping his shoulders square, and the thing I love about Brian Robinson Jr. was the yards after contact. I think that's an area uh, that, that he's thrived in already, doing a nice job keeping his feet moving on every run. And it's similar to, to, to Alfred Morris when he was here in Washington. You just see him constantly falling forward. And I think that is that has to make you smile if you're offensive coordinator Scott Turner because how much easier is it for you as a play caller if you can end up in some second and shorts because Brian Robinson's ripping off a five-yard run on first down. Let me give you a little nugget here on Brian Robinson and just how good he's been with yards after contact. 3.75 yards after contact per rush. That's third best in the National Football League amongst all running backs with over 10 attempts this preseason. So Brian Robinson clearly, even the numbers say, doing a hell of a job right now uh, as the RB1 here in Washington. And when we talk about Brian Robinson Jr., as the running back one here in Washington, I, by, by, no, by no means am I saying that Antonio Gibson should be in the doghouse. By no means am I saying, by no means am I saying that Antonio Gibson should not be a part of this offense. And it was so damning that I had to stumble up to say it. But for real, you look at what he brings to this backfield and now what the backfield looks like as a whole. That, that's how I think we should be talking about this commander's backfield. It should be as a unit. We should not evaluate them as, oh, Brian Robinson is good at this. Antonio Gibson is good at that. J.D. McKissick is good at this. They are one unit. And by season's end, when all the dust is settled, hopefully with a commander's playoff berth, I think Antonio Gibson will have played a huge part in this offensive success because he is a weapon. And that is the one thing that I've tried to harp on with Antonio Gibson, is that he is a weapon. You can get him the ball in so many different ways because of his versatility out of the backfield. You have confidence in him as a wideout because he is a converted wideout. You saw it even in the preseason game. They lined him up in the slot on several occasions. One of them, on a second down, Carson Wentz completely airmails the throw. We're not going to talk about that because we're talking about the positives right now uh, from this commander's offense. But in that backfield, the combination of Brian Robinson Jr., Antonio Gibson, and J.D. McKissick, I think they have a legitimate case to consider themselves the best unit on this team. Let me say that for you again. Brian Robinson Jr., J.D. McKissick, and Antonio Gibson, that running back room, they there is an argument to be made that they are the best group on this team as a whole. I really do believe that. They are all three guys with different skill sets. And they really have their own niche that they're all very good at. J.D. McKissick is the clear-cut receiving back. The numbers don't lie. Ever since he's came here to Washington, third in the National Football League amongst running backs in yards out of the backfield. It's no, co- it's no coincidence. J.D. McKissick gets stuff done. You saw him bail out Taylor Heineke on multiple occasions a season ago. Antonio Gibson. Yes, he may put the ball on the turf, but Antonio Gibson with the ball in his hands in space is a dynamic weapon. And you've all seen it through two preseason games here with Brian Robinson. That is the hammer. That is going to be the guy that gets the dirty yards on first and second down for this unit. 
And I think as the season wanes on, and you've got three different guys that you can throw at opposing defenses, it's going to make life a living hell trying to game plan for the Washington Commanders. So the running back situation I thought was definitely a positive uh, from the starting offense. The offensive line, the offensive line, that's who I really want to give kudos to because all the storyline and talk heading into Saturday's preseason game was how much are we going to see Carson Wentz? Are they going to be able to protect him? Is he only going to be able to play a series or two? Shout out to Coach John Matsko. Gets his guys ready no matter the circumstances. We saw it last year when the, when, the, when the injury situation ravaged them up front. And we see it, and we saw it this past weekend. Got Jags, just regular guys in there. Aaron Montero getting the start at right guard. Who the hell is Aaron Montero? Nobody knows who this cat is. But he goes in there and plays good football for this unit because they're a well-coached group. They are. No matter what offensive line combination they've thrown out there, John Masco's bunch has not been the Achilles heel of this group. They have not stood out in a negative way. And I love that. And I love that because I said it on Saturday during the postgame. The good teams in this league win despite adversity. The good teams in this league are going to be good no matter what because they are built well from the top down. You are only as good as your weakest link. And I think up front on the offensive line, they're pretty good. And I don't know who that weakest link is. I don't want to be disrespectful and call somebody that. But there's got to be. There's got to be someone. (laughs) And the fact that we don't know who it is tells you everything you need to know about the performance of this Washington Commanders offensive line. I think the depth that they've got on this entire offense is something that you could write home about. The wide receiver position, they're at least four or five deep with guys that can maybe be starters in this league. Haven't seen enough out of De'Ami Brown. Want to see more from him. But he is a legitimate deep threat. Cam Sims, you saw him score the, the, the touchdown in the preseason game Saturday. He is a legitimate 6'5 receiver who can go up and get the football for you. They've got some dudes. I'm not even mentioning the starters. Talking about Samuel Dotson and McLaurin. They don't need to be talked about. We know what they are. But the depth of each and every position on this offense, it, it's impressive. And, and, and I got to give a shout-out to... to Ron Rivera, Martin Herney, Martin Mayhew and company for putting together this commander's offense because they've got depth at pretty much every spot. They really do. That's the good stuff from Washington starters on the offensive side of the ball. We return. Let's get to the not so good stuff from the commander starting offense in preseason game number two. Don't go anywhere. This is the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t